Yo, 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 yo. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 003. Man, you'd figure after two episodes, the nervousness would go away. But it really doesn't go away. I still get nervous as if I'm like, I'm about to do like a huge presentation in front of like a massive audience, which I basically am, but you guys aren't even in front of me. But the nervousness still sets in every time I get ready to record. But that's, that doesn't matter right now. Anyways, welcome guys again, episode 003. This is Krishnariana speaking, aka at Chris Jokester on Twitter and Snapchat, aka Oriana Fitness on Instagram and Twitter as well. Um, I just want to do a quick thank you to everyone that's listened so far. It really means a lot to me that you guys have tuned in, that you guys have rated, that you guys have uh, written a review on iTunes. Like those of you that have, you have no idea what it does for like the podcast, and uh, it really puts me out there, right? And at the end of the day, all I want to do is help you guys, help as many people as I can through my podcast, and just showing everyone, and or more so, kind of pointing everyone, I guess, in the right direction as far as fitness goes, and hopefully in the near future, life and just stuff like that, covering all the topics that I talk about daily on my Instagram and my Twitter. But yeah, thank you guys so much for everything. Um, so I'm going to start this episode off a little bit different. I'm going to go ahead and lay out the episode for you guys. So I'm actually going to do timestamps this time. I'm going to go ahead and review all the audio and make sure that I put in segments um, depending on when I'm answering certain questions because this episode is going to be focused on all the questions that I've received so far. So let's lay them out real quick. So question number one, I'm going to go over effects of coffee before a workout versus pre-workout. I'm going to dive into that. Uh, question number two, is creatine worth it and why? Is there any reason not to use it? That's a really good question. Question number three, best cardio workout. Uh, that one, I mean, I'll, I'll dive into it when I get there, okay? Uh, question number four, how big can someone really get without the use of any supplements, including protein? Question number five, how do you grow your arms faster? Question number six, how to politely tell friend or acquaintance that you prefer to work out alone slash do not want to work out with them? That's another good question. Uh, question number seven, what's the best way to safely work out when ill? So when you're sick, how do we work out when we're sick, right? Question number eight. What if you can't get sore anymore, no matter how intense you're hitting your workouts? Very good question. Number nine, which is the best way to open a flood of work emails? Top down, from bottom to top, or scattered determined by perceived email importance, right? That's more of a, a funny lifestyle question that I got going on here. Uh, but either way, I'm going to go ahead and answer it because, again, Oriana Fitness, we're focused on fitness, lifestyle, nutrition, that's what we're all about here, right? And everything in between, really. All right. So before I get into the questions, I kind of want to talk about what I've been doing lately and what I've, what I've been up to. So if you guys notice on my Instagram, uh, I'm currently helping out. Uh, there's a couple, I guess you can say, quote unquote, clients that I'm helping out. Not really clients, uh, clients per se, but friends, acquaintances of mine, people that I've met on Instagram that I'm currently helping on their fitness journey, right? So I'm essentially their coach as of now. Uh, there's one person in particular that I'm helping uh, lose some weight and uh, I'm posting all her stuff on my Instagram story because it's someone that's uh, not new to the fitness journey or like the fitness lifestyle, but someone uh, that's had, you know, much like all of us had trouble uh, with their diet and with uh, proper exercising and programming and stuff. 
So I'm, I'm helping her out and I'm super proud of her. Shout out to her. Um, on the podcast, I don't know if I'm eventually going to say names, but you know who you are. You're handling your shit. You're hitting your water intake, your protein, all that good stuff. You've started amazing. It's just the start of the year. I can't wait to see where we're at six months from now or even a year from now to see that progress that we're going to make. Um, there's a long, uh, excuse me. So I got her, I got a couple of, uh, other homies that are actually trying to bulk up who are still checking in with me, checking in with their diets are doing great. So if I'm helping you right now, big shout out to you, props to you for keeping up with everything. Um, you guys are definitely on the wrong, on the right track. Remember guys, patience is key. And before you know it, you're going to be looking down at this journey and be like, holy shit, I did that. That was all me, right? Because none of this actually comes, you know, I'm not doing anything. I'm just like guiding you along this journey. That's that's all I'm here for. And that's what I express to all you guys in this podcast and in my Instagram. That's what I want to do for you guys. I want to help you guys. Aside from that, um, so you guys saw me, right? I'm, in, I'm a lot more active on Instagram stories. I finally got more fitness pictures going up on my Instagram. And reason being is because I just met my boy, Andrew, not too long ago. Shout out to Andrew if you're listening to this. Thank you so much for, you know, putting putting the show on blast on your IG story and, and telling your friends about it. I really appreciate it. But what I want to dive into is like the power of social media, right? So me and Andrew didn't know each other before last week, right? Um, super long story short, you know, we found each other on Instagram through, uh, mutual followers and stuff like that. He hits me up because I had actually spotted him one day at the gym. He's like, Hey, what's up, bro? Like, I didn't know you had an Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Um, and boom, here we are, you know, just like, you know, you just kind of cut the shit. You're not like no small talk, just get to know each other and, you know, geek out over fitness. And here we are, uh, excuse me. So with all that, what me and Andrew are currently doing Something I want to dive into real quick is uh, before I was doing uh, Vitruvian Physique's uh, hypertrophy program. I did that for, it was a 17-week long program. I did that last year during my cut and it went really well. A lot of muscle gains, good shred of course, and a lot of new experience right with exercises that I had never done before. Uh, it was It was really good. I really enjoyed it. And once I was done with my cut after that, after, uh, that six month period of doing that of doing that program, I went into uh, Rob Lipset's program, which is really good, just solid legs push pull. Did that for four months, basically from the end of July going into December, and a little bit in the beginning of January. Um, solid results from it. A little bit different muscle engagement, like a lot more uh, simple, I guess. Not really like uh, Vitruvian Physique's program, right? That. It, it was programmed and week by week, this one is kind of like a guideline. This is what you're hitting. It doesn't really change. And that's pretty much it. But my body reacted to both of those things, right? And then in January, I started student aesthetics program, which was also legs push pull. Um, it was working great. I mean, I, I mean, I only did it for one week, but it was very similar to Rob Lipset's minus it was a lot more heavy movement, right? There's more heavy movements involved. And I was liking that. But what I'm trying to say here is that now that um, me and Andrew have got to talking and we exchanged like a lot of fitness information, a lot of knowledge and stuff, um, me and my boy are kind of like trying this new thing out with um, heavy compound lifts along with volume. Uh, I'm not really sure how to put it into words right now. 
Um, but we're lifting heavy and we're hitting that volume and we're hitting accessory movements along with compound movements. A lot of you guys might, might not know what that means. Uh, so let me put it in like layman's terms, I guess you could say. Um, so we're hitting like bench press, squat, deadlift, heavy compound lifts, and also hitting those accessory movements, uh, you know, like the bicep curl, uh, flies, um, lunges, leg curls, you know, different variations for different muscle groups. And I'm going to tell you right now, guys, I'm sore as fuck and I haven't been sore in a very long time. Um, luckily, I get to talk about that a little bit more in one of the questions that talks about soreness, but I just wanted to update you guys with what I was doing fitness-wise, and I, like I said, how I'm feeling currently is I'm really fucking sore. This is only the first week, but I haven't felt this sore in such a long time, so it's really important to, to go ahead and expose yourself to different stimulus, right, because you don't know in this constant, in this journey that we call fitness those of us that are really diving into it you don't know what's truly going to work for you until time will tell right until we go through different types of exercises and stuff like that and honestly guys from from how i'm feeling now and what i think i can expect is just a lot of growth a lot of growth is going to come through through this new exercise routine you know that volume and frequency and new stimulus is going to do wonders um, for both me and Andrew, I think. And we'll keep you guys posted on that. And uh, as of now, my boy Andrew is writing down all these exercises. I mean, I don't mean to put you on the spot, Andrew. Let me know if you want me to take this out of the podcast once I put it in there. <laughs> Might be a little bit too late. But, um, you know, we're writing all this stuff down and, and really um, noting all of our experiences and how we're feeling as well as our diet. So... If it's something that we do see results come summer from this uh, program that we're basically running, uh, best believe we're going to put it out there for the world, right? And we want to share it with you guys. Um, so yeah, big shout outs uh, to Andrew, dude. If you're listening to this, uh, it's only it's only been a week, but it's been dope, dude. And I encourage everyone to, you know, if you see someone at the gym and, you know, you, you admire their work, like no homo, of course, like go up to them, ask them what they're doing because um, you never know. You never know who you're going to run into. I'm not going to say everyone Everyone is a nice person in the gym, but, uh, you know, might get lucky. <laughs> All right. Let's get into these questions now. So question number one, the effects of coffee before workout versus pre-workout. See, now this is a really good question, right? So speaking from experience for me, uh, I worked in the supplement industry for over a year. You know, it wasn't long but it was long enough to know. Obviously, I got to know my shit if I'm going to be working in a supplement store selling pre-workouts, uh, creatine, natural testosterone uh, boosters, protein, BCAAs, multivitamins, you name it, I sold it all. Um, so with coffee and pre-workout. So first things first, with a pre-workout and with coffee, they both have caffeine in it, right? So a central nervous uh, system stimulant, caffeine that's in there, right? Uh, a little bit about caffeine. Caffeine's going to increase your power output. You know, some studies say that even if you're taking a little bit of caffeine before you work out, it increases testosterone and increases uh, energy expenditure. Um, one thing to note, though, with, with both pre-workout and coffee is uh, tolerance, right? So tolerance is a big thing. 
Uh, you can obviously grow tolerant to coffee. Those of us that are already on our quad shots at Starbucks can very well relate to that. So with a pre-workout and with coffee, you are going to grow tolerance, right? Um, but the effects, right, before, uh, before a workout versus uh, pre-workout coffee and pre-workout is what we're talking about. So coffee is going to give you that, you know, that energy boost that you need to kind of get you going in the gym, right? We're talking about just black, it's just straight black coffee, like what would be like uh, iced Americano or like an Americano before um, a workout. Um, that's going to get you going. It's basically all you need. If you've had like a long day and you're a little bit like sleep deprived, all you really need is the caffeine to get you going, right? Now, the difference between caffeine and a pre-workout, or I'm sorry, coffee and a pre-workout, is that pre-workout also has a, um, more stimulants in it, right? So some pre-workouts have a little bit of creatine monohydrate in them, uh, some nitric oxide, you know, anything for a pump, some L-citrulline, uh, beta-alanine that gets, you know, super itchy in your skin, uh, you name it. Some even have a little bit of a testosterone booster, supposedly. It really depends on the pre-workout. So if you're looking for something that's going to give you a little bit more of a pump, you know, uh, I would go with the pre-workout. Um, but if you're looking for something that's just going to go ahead and, and wake you up and get you going, just use coffee, dude. Or use like caffeine pills even. It's, you know, less expensive than a pre-workout. A lot of these pre-workouts are just so full of stimulants that like they might even like they give you the jitters. It's like a little bit too much for your system to handle, right? Because you're just out of nowhere giving your body all these stimulants and you're all hyped up in the gym. You know, not a lot of people like that. So if you don't like that, go ahead and just drink some coffee. Okay, if you are into the stimulants, you're a stimulant junkie, you like being hyped in the gym, you like being itchy, you like your skin flushing red, go for it. Pre-workout is for you. Now, not all pre-workouts are created equal. I'm not saying that all of those do that. Um, but, you know, for the most part, that's what people like from pre-workouts. So the choice is yours, right? Do your homework. Look at the stimulants that are in a pre-workout. Is it what you're looking for? Are you looking for the endurance? Are you looking for the pump? Are you looking for something that has a little bit of BCAs in it and BCAAs in it and some, you know, creatine because you're a little bit, you know, more focused on strength? Do your homework, right? And also, a uh, word of advice, I'd stay away from pre-workouts that are a proprietary blend because things that are a proprietary blend basically means these are the ingredients, ingredients that are in this pre-workout or in the supplement we're not going to tell you how much of each is in here. So, but this stuff is in here, you know, so kind of be careful on that because you don't really know what you're getting. Um, so definitely get your money's worth, do your homework, you know, a quick Google search will handle that. But, uh, excuse me, the effects of coffee before a workout versus pre-workout, that's that, that basically lays it out. Again, coffee will wake you up, get you going, you know, like do the thing that caffeine does. Pre-workout, it depends. Depends on the stimulants. It depends on the focus of the pre-workout and stuff like that. So I hope that answers your question. You know who you are for this, uh, for this first question. So if not, let me know. I can dive more into it. Um, but yeah, that's all I want to say on that one. All right. Question number two. This one's a really good question because a lot of people ask me that and I, I I've grown 
to learn about the supplement as time went on and I've grown to like love it and use it myself. Um, so question number two, is creatine worth it and why? Is there any, any reason not to use it? So let's talk about creatine. So creatine is produced naturally in the body and it could also be gained through uh, proteins, foods like uh, just fish and just generally meat, beef, you know, is that stuff is going to have creatine in it, right? So we can get creatine, we produce it naturally, and we can get it through our food, right? So creatine is probably the most studied supplement on the market. It's been studied since the 1980s. You know, there's millions and millions, well, not millions, but there's hundreds of studies on this stuff. Um, so if you're looking at a range of supplements, right, creatine is your safest bet as far as studies are concerned, right? Because they're still studying it to this day and it dates back a, uh, more than 10 years, right? So a lot of these studies, what they find is that um, two things, strength and power. Strength and power is definitely improved within athletes and people that are, uh, you know, giving their body that stimulus and, lif and lifting those weights in the gym. Um, what creatine also does or creatine does more so, is it allows for more ATP production. Okay, so what ATP is, is adenosine triphosphate, I believe. And that's basically like the energy you need to like move your arm up and down, basically, uh, move your legs, all that good stuff to lift weights. ATP is that initial energy that you need to lift those weights and to do these movements, right? So creatine allows for more production of that. Um, another thing that ATP does, I'm sorry, creatine does, sorry guys, again, we're flowing with it, we're flowing with it, we're not stopping this podcast by no means. So creatine, think of it like this. So creatine allows for more water in the muscle through osmosis. So basically, if your muscle is, let's put it in a sense of like a, a small, uh, un, unblown up balloon, okay? So it's just, your regular balloon, you're about to blow this up. Um, what creatine does is if your muscle is that balloon, it's going to go ahead and inflate, inflate that muscle with water, right? So we're increasing the size of the muscle with water and we're, and by increasing the muscle size with creatine, by filling up that muscle with water, we're allowing for a better flow or not a better flow, but uh, allowing more nutrients to enter that muscle, if that makes sense. So that balloon blows up with water through, os through osmosis, and you're allowing for more nutrients to enter that muscle, right? The cool thing about creatine, and a lot of people get this wrong, is that, yes, it, you, you know, it uses water to pump up your muscles, but that's not to say your muscles are full of water or anything like that. That's just kind of like an analogy I use. Um, well, creatine doesn't really allow for uh, water retention, right? A lot of people are scared to t uh, take creatine because it, you know, bloats you up or like you get that extra water retention, you're a little bit heavier, but it doesn't really do that. It just uses that water, again, to inflate the muscle, get more nutrients in there. Um, aside from this, uh, creatine uh, gives you a larger stimulus for growth, right? Because of that increased ATP, a lot more energy output, right? You can definitely hit those weights that you're trying to hit. Excuse me, who's calling me? Sorry about that, guys. Um, hold on, pause. We're gonna have to pause this real quick. And we're back, like nothing happened. Um, so that was my wonderful girlfriend calling me. 
she's having her holiday party today, and she's having a fabulous time, and she says hello. Uh, so yeah, that's who was calling me. Like I said, we don't stop this thing, dude. We we go raw. Not, you get what I mean. So we keep this thing raw. Anyways, so what I was talking about, creatine, right? So it allows for a larger uh, stimulus for growth, right? You got that extra ATP. Um, you get more nutrients in the muscles, right? Uh, another thing about creatine, you don't need to load it, and there's no cycle needed. It's not something that you cycle off. Uh, it's something that you can continuously use, you know, no harm, no foul doing that. You can go off of it. You can go back on it. It doesn't matter. However, the thing about creatine is this. Some people are not responders to creatine. So what does that mean, Christian? So if you're not a responder to creatine, your body doesn't respond to creatine, you could be taking this thing and nothing happens right? So that's about like 30% of the po of the human population or 30% of the people that have been through these studies. Some people actually don't respond to the extra supplementation of creatine. So please be aware of that. Try it out. If it doesn't work, then you might be someone that doesn't respond to the supplement. And you know, something I preach on the podcast and on my fitness page is that everybody is different. So try it out. See what happens. Make sure you track, you know, see if you see that progression, if you see those strength gains and the creatine must be working. But another note too, it, you can't like, you can't take supplements, you can't take a supplement and it just automatically, magically you get stronger uh, or you start hitting your PRs, right? Because you're taking the supplement. No guys, that's not how it works. With any supplement, you have to have your sleep in check. You have to have your food in check. You have to, you know... Your, your water intake, especially with creatine, all of like all of those factors come into play. So if you don't have A through D in check when you're taking a supplement, I'm sorry, dude, but you're not going to get the best results that you possibly can, right? So make sure that you have your things in check. Make sure you're getting that sleep. Make sure, make sure you got your diet down. Make sure you're training consistently, all that good stuff. And you got to make this supplement work for you right? That's all I got on creatine. All right. Question number three, best cardio workout. So for this question, you know, you guys can go ahead and Google, you know, what cardio exercises you can do, what hit exercise, right? High interval intensity training that you can do, um, some low steady state cardio that you can do. You guys can Google that. So I'm going to go ahead and speak from experience for myself. So one of the things that I addressed on my Instagram when I was first starting out the fitness page is the modes, the modes on these machines, on the treadmill, the elliptical, the Stairmaster, the bike, what have you. All of these machines, you can't just hop on, put it at zero incline, if we're using the treadmill as an example, and run at a zero percent incline and expect to see results or expect to be able to run as many miles as you can on the treadmill outside in the real world. It's not going to happen. So what I like to do with my cardio is, you know, if I'm on the treadmill and I'm going to get some running in, some low steady state cardio, you know, make sure you put that incline up or make sure you put it on hill mode, put it on fat burner mode, do something, but don't let the machine just, you know, be on its standard settings, right? And just go at it. That's not how you're going to get the most out of these machines, right? For the elliptical, the elliptical has a, it literally has a button that says weight loss. That's weight loss mode. 
Make sure you put in your weight and your age. Put that bitch in weight loss mode. Put the resistance up, right? Not the levels because if you have it on um, weight loss mode or interval mode, it's going to automatically adjust, right? It's going to automatically adjust, but the resistance does not adjust on the elliptical. So make sure that you adjust that resistance and you're, it's, it's like a 30-minute workout already programmed in the, in the machine. So go through that and I guarantee you, you're going to be sweating your balls off, all right? Or your ass off, you know, boy or girl, whatever. Um, make sure you use those modes. Same thing for the Stairmaster. Put it in a different interval setting, right? Look at this machine. It comes pre-programmed with all these settings. Um, choose one that's, you know, high level, right? Uh, you could do high intensity interval training, right? You could do hit cardio. You can sprint for a minute, rest for three minutes, sprint for two minutes, rest for 10 minutes, you know, um, get that heart rate going, right? If the more we can get our heart rate going for cardio, the better. Okay. But low intensity, low intensity state cardio list. Yeah. List cardio. I'm not knocking that down, right? That's what I personally like to use. I usually like to run for about three miles, you know, at a steady state. I'm not trying to sprint or anything like that. I like being on the Stairmaster at level two, you know, not holding on to the sides of it and just doing my cardio for 20 to 30 minutes on the Stairmaster that way. On the elliptical, I'll use that settings that I was, the settings that I was talking about. Um, but yeah, really go through all these machines. That's something that I can give you from personal experience that'll work, you know, for the best cardio that you can do. Um, but it's all on preference, right? It's all on preference and what works for you. Again, I'm going to keep stressing this shit out. Really find what works best for you. Okay, so there's, I guess I can't answer this question. I don't know what the best cardio workout is, right? It, it really depends on your goals. You know, that's, that's the thing about being a fitness enthusiast or being, or like geeking out on fitness is that people want like, a straight answer, but most of the time we're going to hit you with more questions, right? Um, but that's not a bad thing. I mean, if you don't like that, I'm sorry, but it is what it is. But yeah. All right. Question number four. How big can someone really get without the use of any supplements, including protein? Okay. So this one is, is plain, simple, cut and dry. You can get big as fuck without any supplements, without any protein. Now, the thing about that though, is that it's gonna take time. But that's with anything. It's gonna take time for you to make those muscle gains. It's not gonna happen overnight. You know, I personally have seen more results now, uh, in my later years now currently, with just eating right, getting the proper sleep. That's been huge for me and I've seen a lot more gains from that than in the past, when I used to work at a supplement store, when I used to get a stipend of any supplements that I wanted, and I was taking creatine, I was taking a natural testosterone booster, I was taking pre-workout, I had my BCAAs, I had my protein, I had all that stuff, but my diet wasn't in place. My sleep was shit. My training was shit back then. Um, I was a big boy. Yes, I was a big boy, but like, why? Like, I didn't look like you know, I, I wasn't like happy with the way I looked, right? So, I mean, without the use of any supplements, you can totally, 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 totally get bigger. You know, you don't, you don't need, you don't need protein. The thing about supplements, guys, 
is that they're exactly that. They are supplements. You, you supplement your life with those things. If you can't get enough protein every day, buy a protein powder. You know, if you're, if you're lagging in the gym after work, like you're sleepy or whatever, drink some coffee or take a pre-workout. Um, that's all it is, guys. You don't, you don't need supplements to get, in, to get any bigger. All right? Uh, let's move on to the next question. Number five, how do you grow your arms faster? I'm going to pause right here. If you are just starting out in the gym, and I'm not saying this about the person that asked me this question, but if you are just starting out in the gym, your focus shouldn't be one muscle group, okay? You are trying to get into the rhythm of things. You are trying to get consistent. Um, yes, you want to get your arms bigger. You want to get your chest bigger. You want a stronger back. You want a wider back, stuff like that. Um, it's going to come again with time, guys. With time and the proper programming, it's going to happen, right? So if you are a beginner, do not focus on one single muscle group because you're going you're gonna to overdo that one muscle group. You're going to have lagging you know, muscle groups. You're going to have lagging body parts. It's just not going to be pretty, okay? But from my research, if you are trying to grow your arms faster, if you already have some experience in the gym, you're at about intermediate level, eat more, you know, eat more protein, get, get more fuel in the tank, hit those explosive workouts, strength train, you know, provide stimulus. That's a huge thing that I'm going to get into in another question. Provide yourself with the proper stimulus to grow your arms, right? So you'd be surprised even the squat and the deadlift will have something to do with you growing your arms, right? Because in the deadlift, you're using, you're using all, you know, that power, that force to get that way up. You know, that stimulus is going to make your body want to grow. It's going to need to grow. Your body likes to adapt. The body loves homeostasis. It wants to stay in homeostasis by all means. So if you hit it with that stimulus, you're going to get uh, growth. So make sure, again, like I said in a different question before this, Track your progress and track your gains. Uh, if you're trying to, you know, get your arms bigger, focus on it. Another big thing with your arms, exhaustive techniques, right? And this is with any, mu uh, any muscle, not just your arms. You know, you got your supersets, your force reps, your partials, your negatives, your drop sets, all that kind of stuff. Stimulus, stimulus, stimulus. I can't say that enough. It's going to help you grow your arms faster, right? Question number six. How to politely tell a friend or acquaintance that you prefer to work out alone slash do not want to work out with them. Okay, so this one, this question speaking from experience, I mean, me personally, I actually do like working out alone. I kind of like zoning out, you know, the gym is my temple. Shout out to the boys that know about the temple. Um, I, I, you know, I usually like to work out alone. However, um, with my boy Andrew now, I like working out with him because me and him have like the same flow going on and, and we're not eagle lifting in the gym. We're lifting what we can lift. Um, so, I mean, if you have someone that's trying to work out with you, just be honest with them. Be like, hey, bro, like, you know, I kind of want to do this alone or like this is, you know, this is my alone time. This is my me time. Um, stuff like that. You know, just be honest with the person. Just tell them straight up that you don't wanna, you don't want to work out with them. If they're your homie, if they're your bro, they're not gonna they're not gonna mind that. You're like, all right, go ahead, do you? Um, so I mean, I guess all I can say is like, really be honest with them, or like if you you know some you know tell them ahead of time if you're trying to hit a workout alone, you know, 
yeah, that's that's the best I can do on that question, honestly. Um, Google, I guess. Google what other people would say. Some people are assholes, but I guess I, I just try to be honest for the most part. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question number seven. What's the best way to safely work out when ill? So this one, I actually, you know, I used to be a big proponent on, you know, sweating out a fever or if you're sick, kind of sweat it out. But I mean, it, it, it really depends on how you feel, right? That's another thing I like to preach, really listen to your body. Um, if you are feeling sick, if like the, the sickness is coming on or you're barely getting that cold, try to cut back like 50% depending on how you feel, right? So if you used to run for 30 minutes, run for 15 minutes instead. If you used to, you know, train at like your 70 to 80% when you're lifting those weights, cut it back down to 60 to 50% depending on how you feel, some good rules though, the above the neck rule, runny nose, dry cough, sneezing, you know, above the neck. So your stuff's going on with your dome, your head. If, if the pain is coming from there or if you're feeling sick from there, you're kind of okay to work out. You're, you're going to be fine. You'll live. However, if it's below the neck, you got to rest up, pal. If it's below the neck, stay home, you know, drink your fluids, drink a lot of water, get some extra sleep, recover, especially if you're fatigued. Don't, you know, your immune system is trying to do its thing. Just stay home, dude. Don't, you know, don't prolong the sickness by trying to get a workout in. You'll live if you take a couple days off the gym. So if you're feeling sick, again, above the neck rule, you can work out. Below the neck, rest. Stay home. That's it. All right. Question number eight. What if you can't get sore anymore, no matter how intense you're hitting your workouts? Okay, so with this, um, this question is something you can actually like do your research on, on YouTube or, you know, Google some articles on this. But the thing about soreness, right, is, you know, your muscles, they, you know, they contract, you elongate the muscle, you're doing eccentric movements, you're creating that tension, right? That's how you strengthen the muscle. Um, and you get those micro tears in your muscle when you're lifting weights and doing that stuff. So if you're not getting any soreness, if you're trying to chase after that soreness, then you need to focus on the tension. You need to focus on on when you're bringing that weight down and you and you make sure that you know, you're lifting property and you're getting those muscle tears, right? So focus on the tension if you're trying to get that sore feeling, right? Because if you're getting that sore feeling, you're getting those micro tears, you're, you know, that promotes growth, basically. You're going to grow a lot more. Uh, however, you're, again, you're, the body loves to be in homeostasis, right? It loves that. It truly does, guys. I can't stress that enough. So if you're not getting sore anymore, bro, you have to give that body the stimulus it needs to get sore. So if you, you know, you're training, you know, you're doing the same workouts, you know, being more intense with the workout, that's not necessarily going to mean that you're going to get sore, right? The body is used to these movements already. Hit it with some new stimulus, dude. Everyone hit your body with new stimulus. It's kind of going back to what I'm doing now. The workouts, the movements that I'm doing now are nowhere near the movements that I was doing before, right? I was just doing legs, push, pull every day. Now I'm focusing on accessory movements and compound movements while doing a lot of volume in the exercises. So all that stimulus is going to make you sore, right? I'm sore as shit right now. Um, the body adapts to stress, guys. It, it really does. So um, let me see if I have anything else down here in my notes. Uh, 
Oh, yeah. If you're not getting sore, but you're focused on strength, then maybe, you know, you're not going to get sore. It's not, I'm sorry. It's not that maybe you're not going to get sore. If you're focused on strength, more than likely you're not going to be getting sore, right? Because you're not, you know, the stimulus kind of stays the same. You're trying to hit a certain weight on a certain exercise. Um, you're not, you're not going to get sore, bud. Uh, the point blank. Um, something I like to add to this question though too, or more so to the answer to this question. Again, if you don't do everything else right, you will not see results or grow. Eat right, sleep, water, all that good stuff. You'll grow, you'll get sore, all that good stuff. All right, question number nine, which is the best way to open a flood work of Flood of work emails, top down from bottom to top or scattered determined by perceived email importance. So if you guys work an office job, right? Everyone's got Outlook or Gmail, what, what have you, right? Everyone's dealing with emails if you're living that cube life. So I'm gonna speak from experience on this question. Me personally, I have my Outlook hooked up to my iPhone. So any email that comes in, I get a notification, right? Just like if I get a text or, you know, on my personal email. What I like to do when I wake up in the morning and I'm eating breakfast, I like to go through those emails ahead of time. And depending, I guess, on the urgency of the email, I kind of already file it away that way. Like I'll flag it, put it, if it's an order I need to input, right? I'll tag it as an order. If it's something that I have to look into, like an inquiry, I have all these color codes for each email. So when I get to work, it's kind of already organized and I already know uh, what's most important to look at, right? And to take care of right away. Um, if, I, if I haven't done that, because there's, I don't always do that, right? I don't, I'm not always checking, you know, I'm not consumed at work, even though my girlfriend gives me shit for, you know, freaking out when I get work emails on my phone. Um, if I'm coming in from like vacation, like when I was on vacation in New York and I came back to like over 300 emails, I started from the bottom. You know, I have to catch up, uh, see what I missed while I was out of the office. So I started from the bottom, worked my way to the top, you know, along the way, I color coded things, flagged them, whatever, filed them away, whatever it was, that's the way I did it. Uh, and yeah, that's so that's the way I would approach the whole email situation. Um, and yeah, that was question number nine, my final question. And that pretty much wraps up episode three. Now, this one I'm gonna keep raw as fuck. I'm not gonna record it again. It's uh, Thursday, 9:30 p.m. What's today's date? I don't even know today's date, guys. What is it January 18th? Right. I just recorded episode two on the 14th, but you know what? I'm super hyped on this podcast right now. I don't want to stop the momentum on this thing. I'm gonna keep recording. I'm gonna keep all these episodes raw. I'm not gonna stop or drop the mic in the middle of whatever you know I'm doing at home for all these episodes. So I hope that you guys really enjoy that. Um, aside from that, if you guys have any more questions, go ahead and shoot them my way. I hope I, you know, I answered most of your guys' questions and I hope that the timestamps that I'm going to add in the description really helps. So you guys don't have to listen to my bullshit, but you guys can listen to the question that you asked specifically. Um, with all the questions that I answered today, guys, honestly, like if, if I didn't answer it to the best of my abilities and you want to do more research, uh, people I recommend are... Uh, athlete x or yeah athlete x on youtube uh jeff nippard has done a lot of uh 
I'm sorry, videos on supplements. Uh, Jeff Nippert is a huge one that I'd recommend. You know, I draw a lot of my knowledge from him. Uh, the Mind Pump guys uh, at Mind Pump Media. You can find them on iTunes Podcasts. Um, who else can I recommend for you guys? Uh, Vitruvian Physique, someone I already talked about in the podcast earlier. Uh, he does a lot of a lot of good reviews and research and stuff on a lot of these questions. And of course, bodybuilding.com is a good source. But yeah, if you guys need help finding those things, uh, let me know. Just uh, at, you know, Chris Jokester on Twitter or at Oriana Fitness. Uh, you can DM me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, but yeah, guys, that pretty much wraps up episode 003. Again, I'm super hyped on the podcast. Thank you guys so much. If you guys can on iTunes, if you have it, subscribe, you know, rate me, review, let me know what I'm doing right, let me know what I'm doing wrong. That's what's going to help me, you know, grow and really make this podcast the best thing it could be aside from me keeping it real and keeping it raw on here. Share it, share it with your friends and family, you know. I do curse a lot though, so don't share it with everyone. Um, let's see what else, any other notes. Oh yeah, if you guys have Anchor FM, if you download Anchor FM, you can do call-ins, guys. So if you guys don't, you know, if you guys don't want to DM me, if you download that app and, you know, create a profile, you can actually call into my station and ask me questions or even, you know, leave me uh, some feedback on there as well. So if you guys want to go that far as to subscribe to the podcast through Anchor FM, that app is super dope. And that's how I'm getting all my content out. So shout out to them. I know that they put in a little commercial at the end of my podcast already. But yeah, if you guys download the app, you guys can uh, send me questions or ask for more, you know, ask for more content and stuff like that. It's really cool. So if you guys can, go ahead and check that out. Aside from that, I'm pretty much done here. If you guys enjoyed this episode, again, please, please, please rate, review, subscribe, share the podcast, give me your questions. If you guys want to come on the podcast, if there's something that you want to talk about, something that you want to say, let me know. I'd be happy to have a guest. Uh, I've been holding back, you know, I have a really special guest that's going to be on this podcast uh, in the next couple weeks. You know, I'm mentally preparing for that. I really don't want to waste this guy's time. Uh, I really look up to this cat. He's, you know, he's really changed the way I view fitness and the way I'm doing things now. So that's all I'm going to say on him. I'm really excited to have him on the podcast and set that up. And hopefully I can have some more people not just big people like this dude I'm talking about that you guys are going to meet really soon. But, you know, friends, family, if you guys are listening, you guys want to come on and just shoot the shit. I'm all about that content. So hit me up, guys. This is Christian Oriana for Oriana Radio, episode 003, at Oriana Fitness on Instagram, Twitter, at Chris Jokester on Twitter, at Chris Jokester on Snapchat. Thank you guys so much. Have a happy week. I hope to put out episode, what, five after this. Five episodes deep, guys. So thank you so much. Peace out. All right, so I really blew that ending there. It's going to be episode 004, not 005, Christian. 004. Thank you guys for listening. Peace out. Have a good night.